0: Welcome back to another episode of Arthritic Bourbon Bikers. We're out in the bicycle bat cave. Yeah. Lawnmowers, automobiles, birds and butterflies, bumblebees might come zooming through. We don't even care. It's an afternoon. We decided to talk about bags today. But, first, it wouldn't be appropriate to call this Arthritic Bourbon Bikers if we didn't at least talk about a bourbon at least some point. This is a bourbon you acquired mm-hmm. dropped at my location for us to try it has yet to be sampled. Yep. Local. This is a local distillery, Dogmaster Distillers. And this is their bourbon. Bourbon. Yep. It's a ninety proof. Made right here in Columbia, Missouri. Now I prefer to drink this over ice. You might not.
1: No, oh, that's perfect.
0: You might want it. That's a generous. You might want it neat.
1: Planet sized. It's a big cube. Ice. Yeah. And this distillery, like some of the others now, have. Oh, uh, well, it smells good. Huh? It does. They started making um, hand sanitizer. That's during right. This, during this pandemic.
0: They have. They switched over, made a bunch of hand sanitizer, and they're helping out the cause.
1: Yeah. That's
0: up. Oh, and look. Yeah, look at that. Dogmaster's. Dogmaster hat even. Yeah. So we thought it'd be good to do an episode and talk about bicycle bags. We might start a series on this because we've got several different bags over a period of time that are coming in that we're not only we want to test, but also that we want to use and, and see how they work out that we've been intrigued by. So that yep. but those those take time. But some of these are custom made or small batch yeah. made. Plus, with the COVID stuff going on, everything's jacked up, productions, shipping, all that stuff. In fact, some of the things I've ordered recently, one of the ones I ordered today actually was a product, and it said that it wouldn't ship for 10 days, potentially, up Mm -hmm. to 10 days Mm -hmm. because of the COVID stuff and UPS and all that. Some things are going out faster, but anyway, we've got some more bags coming in. But today, let's talk about this little jewel. Tell us the name of this.
1: Fabio's chest. This is not the largest. This is, I guess, what they call a medium, I suppose.
0: It's a medium. Mm-hmm. Now, the background on this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ultra Romance <laughs> Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah. Is the guy who originally came up with this thing. Is that right? That's what I, I understand, yeah. So the story I know about from reading on his website is that this guy decided he wanted to make some bags and some different things. For him, it kind of started out, he kind of a tall, skinny guy. Mm-hmm. He started going to these big, wide handlebars. Big, really wide bar. drop
1: bars, yeah. Yeah,
0: he calls it the towel rack. Towel rack, yeah. He's got these super wide handlebars, so he wanted a bag to go kind of along with that same idea, and that's where this kind of started a little bit, yep. I think. So the one you've got, like, he started out making stuff out of canvas. Is that right? Yeah, Cordura, Cordura. I think is the material. that's right. Yep. And this one, though, this is made out of X-Pack. Yeah. So there are still options, right? But Ronnie's program or system is a lot like some of these small batch creators we talked about. Um, Whether it be Bags by Bird or any of those guys, they only make a limited quantity. Some of them only only take a certain number of orders or they have certain time cycles. Now Ronnie has switched. He doesn't make these himself. Now these are made by Swift Industries, right? Mm -hmm. So he kind of has to wait for their production cycle. They're out on the on the left coast, and mm-hmm. that is kind of the been kind of one of the hotbeds. Uh, yeah. So they were kind of slowed down their production and all that stuff. So Swift Industries hasn't been putting out any new bags either. So Ronnie's production was supposed to happen in April. Yeah. For these, you bought this a while ago, but mm-hmm. he was going to have another batch of these run out in April, but everything's kind of been put on hold. So don't know when Ronnie's going to be putting more of these out. But let's talk a little bit about this. What was it about this that caught your attention?
1: Well, it just seems versatile and it's big. I call it spacious, yep. capacious, and palatial. Um, and these side pa- these side pouches are bigger than some others, and you actually can you know squeeze them in. But that's it because well, it was it was big. It seemed versatile based on what I saw on online and waterproof material, which was a big thing for me.
0: Right, and this is a the type of a bag. Saddle bag if you want to call it that that can be placed on the handlebars mm-hmm. or on the back of the bike.
1: Yep And I've used it so, both ways now. Just kind of to get a view
0: of this on the backside of this is some pretty serious velcroage, hmm yep. Which can go around handlebars. There's a there's a reinforcement in here. Yeah, a little there or something in there. Some kind of a, a stiffener piece in here and mm-hmm. then down here there's some loops and some different things where you can tie things to your to your head tube or yep. use for other things. This Velcro is pretty long. Yeah. Um, there's also some some loops here that are sewn in, yeah. so chains. you can daisy chain off stuff there if you want to. Um, but it's an interesting uh, sort of not uncommon. This is pretty common actually. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting way to be able to be versatile and attach to handlebars or attach to the back of your seat or whatever. So that's a nice function. You've
1: got this... Uh, yeah, I put a cargo net on the front because I'll shove my helmet under there or whatever. You see I have these carabiners or S-beaners S that are just nice to hang something, whether it's a cup that I don't actually have right now, hats. I've, I've hung all kinds of nonsense on here. I have them all over.
0: So the front of this is sewn with the same uh, you know, places where you can hook additional things on. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of... Lots of stuff there. What's interesting about these side pockets, and these are pretty big, like you were, you were saying they're spacious, you weren't lying. Yeah. They also, they, they have sort of a double closure system, so you can, they're Velcro,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and on top of that, there's a buckle.
1: Yeah, a buckle, and if you don't have anything in them, you can cinch it down and keep it pretty flat.
0: Yeah, so you can really yep. cinch this thing down, and this would fit between drop bars without a problem, but Easily, if yeah. the side pockets are kind of squeezed in yep. pretty well, and even with these out a little bit. Yeah, it's interesting. So, do you know and what? Do you know what the capacity of this is? I gosh, I I can't recall. Now I've looked at so many. Yeah, um, it's it's big though. Like,
1: yeah, it's nice. And now there's a dowel underneath too. I forgot to mention. Yeah, that. there's a dowel underneath, um, so that
0: adds some stiffness under the bottom, mm-hmm, and which, also if you set it on a rack or something, it gives it some some stability. Yeah. Um, and also sure down you. there on the bottom, uh, there's some more of these sewn in you know, tie-down points and loops where mm-hmm. you
1: can... Yeah, uh, so it makes it such that you can put it anywhere on the bike and really find a way to anchor it. Right. So it's not flopping around. Now, there's this... once And it's double closure in the main part, too. You sort of cinch it down here.
0: Yeah, so, okay. So this is like... Uh, if you've seen backpacks with the roll-top style yeah. mm-hmm. uh, enclosure, you can see this thing goes way tall. Yeah, it's, tall. it's
1: ginormous.
0: I mean, that's a good, probably... Foot and a half deep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you can roll the top. It has a light colored, gray colored liner that helps you be able to see things. It brightens it up, the
1: interior. And it's translucent too. This outside is not very bright either. So, you know, it's it's a little bit of light that gets in there during the day when you're fishing around.
0: Yeah. So, talk a little bit about this this
1: ingenious flap. This is a piece of this, a marvel, (laughs) I'd say. So, you know, you can clamp it this way, but if you have it really full and loaded up, then this, this part, opens up, so, and then the flap becomes even bigger. So for those listening who aren't seeing
0: the video of this, basically the, the flap kind of folds in half and snaps down mm-hmm. when you don't need it, and then when you need additional space, you can unsnap that, you've got more buckles here, Yep. and then you can... Snap it on there. These buckles also will, will come out. So they are, they've got slits in them so you can move them up yeah. if you need to. Up the chain there, the daisy yeah, chain. Yeah, up the daisy chains. Yep. But the nice thing about this is number
1: one, if you fill it up to here, to the top, mm-hmm. you've got plenty of flap to go over the top. Yep. These will wrap right around. In fact, I have messed with this because you know, when we travel, bike, whatever, we work remotely, so there's always electronics. The iPad will fit anywhere, but I have shoved in here a laptop, and the case is about this wide, and I've put that thing in here, and this will still roll over and buckle here, loosen this so that you have almost twice the length uh, flap, and and it'll contain it.
0: I guess the other thing that you could do too is if this is rolled down, and you have something that you want to store on top of here, let us mm-hmm. I use the example being the camera guy of a tripod, but you could put mm-hmm. a tent if it was up, anything yep. else. You could set it on here. This could go over the top. Sleeping roll, yeah. Sleeping roll, bed mm-hmm. roll. This could go over the top to hold it in there, yep. and you can use it just as a, a method to store or hold things as well.
1: Yep, yep. I think I've done that. I think I've, I've tried the, the uh, tent poles... You know something, you do have to have a mechanism there to keep things from sliding out. If you're doing anything like that resembles single track or a lot of jostling around, things will come out if you don't have a way to. So you can loop something around, hook it to these daisy chains, and still keep it anchored for the most part. So I found this to be a very versatile bag. I've used it for all the bike packing I've done. I've usually put it on the front. I've just been messing around with this on the back, um, by the anchored by the. Uh, the the little loops on the back of the brook saddle. Yeah. These little voile straps. Usually put a dowel here, but I've chosen something a little bit bigger, just some PVC yeah. pipe.
0: Show us how that kind of goes on there, or what you how you kind of set that up. Maybe we can yeah. It so the camera there can are a couple of ways to
1: do it. You don't have to use one. You could use these daisy chains and just take these voile straps and put them through the the seat loops up in there. But then to me, I then I've got this Velcro and I don't want to just kind of hang it around. So what I've done is I've Taking this, these red straps are on the seat now. And you can double wrap them, get them pretty tight because they're nice and stretchy, these little, the tiny ones that I ordered. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then what you do is you just, I sort of double fold the Velcro because I'm, I'm not doing anything crazy at the moment, you know, off, you know, going through logging trails or anything and then I just wrap that down there. And what I did discover on a really long ride the other day with this under the seat, and I discovered that this wooden dowel rod was poking me on both sides of the caboose. Oh, so you wanted something that was a little longer? Yeah, so I wanted something longer. I've yeah. gone longer, just wide, bigger, just around. as wide as my arse. Yeah. So that I don't, I wasn't just, you know, getting. So this is just some PVC
0: pl- pipe with a couple of mm-hmm. with a couple of ends on it. Yeah. And then, uh, And that gives you something that's nice and soft and rounded.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, honestly, if I'm going on some long trip, I've really thought about this a fair bit. You could store some spokes in here. That's kind of what I had in mind eventually. Replacement spokes. Going that long trip next year, we'll see. Probably need some. Or whatever. contraband in there, shove it in there.
0: Well, I remember seeing Ronnie said you could use the dowel or any uh, stick like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. see him, he finds like, a piece of stick of any kind and puts it in there. and you, Yeah, and you just
1: something to... that's relatively straight. Yeah. Shove yeah. it in there, yeah.
0: And how was that on the back of the bike, cooked the seat like that? It's been pretty, like good. It? It's pretty
1: good. it been pretty good. I've liked it. And the other thing that happens, you might realize, is um, this little loop here, you can take a strap and attach it to the back of the seat, the seat post, whatever. Um, but the other thing that I find is I have a that salsa rack back there, and so what I'll do is I'll just run this through the rack up here and then tighten it so then I don't get as much wag, you know. In part keeps it from bouncing as yeah. much. And you know, you want it to be, you want it to, to, to keep the sway a little bit too because you will move a little bit depending on what you're doing. So this really does, it tightens down pretty well. So it'll, you know, it That's does great. really well. And yeah, it's It seems a little more A little more natural there on the back. It certainly works on the front. I use it for a long time on the front. But I got to where I wanted less up there, so I started moving it to the back.
0: I was gonna look it up here and see if I could see how many liters it was or how big it was. Do you remember what the cost of this was, Mm. by chance?
1: It was north of 200, I think. It's been a while. I've forgotten because I've, I've used it a ton. I'm really happy with this bag. So the large
0: is $280. Mm-hmm. He just lists large and small, so maybe this is considered just a small. Yeah. Okay. Um, trying to see, I don't know if he lists how many liters it is, but in size, side pockets. It says forty ounces.
1: These are generous. I'm telling you, they're these. big
0: though. Yeah, I mean they're yeah. they're they're good sized.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: you know this X pack material. We were talking about this a little bit earlier. This stuff's um, similar to. Reminds me of Dyneema if everybody's familiar with Dyneema or it used to be called Cuban fiber. People were using it for backpacks, but the problem they had with Dyneema and Cuban fiber was it didn't it doesn't wear quite as well okay. as X-Pac. X-Pac has the same kind of waterproofness as uh, the Dyneema. It's not quite as lightweight, but it wears better and that's the thing for bicycle stuff the reason everybody uses X-Pac is because you're going to get it's going to rub on yeah, stuff, you know, yeah. tubes and racks and all kinds of stuff, and Dyneema, while it's lighter in weight and waterproof, is, you know, not as, um, not as durable yeah. as this stuff.
1: I've not so, had a problem, you know, and it, it's been moving around a lot on the bike, you know, on the, on the front. It does, of course, it rubs off the paint on the, the salsa logo, things like that, that you know you're going to have no matter what you put up there. Right. If you're going to start bikepacking, that's what you're going to have happen.
0: That's like one of the first things you got to figure out. All right, when you decide you're going to start putting bags on bikes, you need to give up on the idea, this is my opinion, you mm. need to give up on the idea of worrying about your paint job. Because number yeah. one, okay, number one, you're gonna be riding in areas where if it's rocky, mm-hmm. you're going to lose and get scratches and dings and yeah. crash, you're you're gonna crash. Yeah. I don't care how careful you are. I mean, yeah. we're not like what I call pro uh, single trackers by any means, <laughs> right. but you know, when we were riding, we were being pretty cautious, and you're still going to wipe out.
1: You're going to bail. You're going to have to. Yeah. 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 And and even no matter what your mechanism is of leaning the bike up, wind is going to come and it's going to hit the deck. Um, and wide handlebars like the anything bars like the uh, the Jones Golden bars, bars yeah. you know, you're just going to hit stuff anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, well, at any time you've got that handle that pack on the handlebar, inevitably you got the back bike propped up on something. Mm-hmm. Handlebars go. Zh- they yeah. turn. Bike falls over, gets scratched up, yeah, or whatever. So I guess I've just resolved myself to the fact that I know it's a new bike, but let's just I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna treat it like it's an ant, like just abuse the heck out of
1: mm-hmm. it. Yeah,
0: just ride it, put bags on it, just abuse it. It's yeah. not a carbon bike, so maybe you carbon guys, maybe you have to be super careful. Yeah, I I maybe mean, there's more caution there. But with the steel stuff and with the aluminum bikes, even I, I just think you just gotta. That's why you bought the thing, was to ride it. So load it up, put some stuff on it, and get it out there.
1: Like a farm truck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But still, I'll take uh, some time once in a while, and I'll put it in the rack, and I'll clean it off. I'll even take the all the stuff off, take the uh, bottle cages off, and I'll clean everything. And it gives you a chance to inspect it. Yep. In fact, I found... I found uh, a ble- not a blemish, but something on my frame that I didn't know about recently by doing that. I remember that. And I yeah. talked to the bike shop, and like nah, I'm sure it's gonna be fine. So, yeah. and more than I do, I'm fine. I'm just gonna go out and yeah, put it back into service. You know, so. this is a this is an
0: interesting take, though. I think we're starting to see these become more and more popular. Maybe they have been, and I just didn't know about it. But uh, I would call this a little less of the traditional bike packing gear. Mm-hmm. So, unlike you know, if you've got the uh, Seat bag, you know, kind of the long, narrow, bumblebee-style seat bag is what mm-hmm. I call it. Mm-hmm. Whether you've got the handlebar bag like this, Ortley, with the frame bag like this. I've started to embrace and enjoy this concept of having these sort of saddle bag style. It's mm-hmm. what I call them, kind of. Yeah. This is a more of a European design, actually. So if you look back in the days when they used to put some of the bags on the bike of bag uh, bikes, this was more, they were all out of a, you know more of a oil cloth style yeah. material, more traditional. Yeah. This is kind of like the modern day version of that. Waterproof, a little bit more lightweight, little more yeah. a little more flexible. More modern but materials. These are fun, though. I mean, there's something oh, yeah. about these that I enjoy yeah. because it's kind of like the, uh, I don't know, it's like the go-go gadget of of bike bags yeah. because they they can be pretty small if you want them to be or you can just totally load that thing full of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you pack that thing. Oh, yeah, I've...
1: I've Shoved stuff in it, and it's almost like uh I've been, you know, I've been talking about randonneuring for a while, too. I would love to try my hand at that, and uh, you know, this is perfect for that. You put yeah. all kinds of stuff, food, tools, rain jacket, whatever, and you throw this on there, you can shove anything, you know. Now, it's easier to do that when it's on the handlebars in the back, yeah. it's yep. different, you know, but... It's it's just very versatile. I've been very very pleased. I mean, heck, even if anybody's seen the
0: videos where we were biking down in Florida, when we go to the grocery store, this became (laughs) the place the bread went. Yeah, yeah. Because it was less likely to crush the bread. You (laughs) put a loaf of bread in there. Yeah, was hilarious. Yeah, we'd be (laughs) we'd be riding down the sidewalks to get back to the to the place where we were staying to take food back to the the house full of wives Mm -hmm. and children, and there'd be a giant. You know, a bottle of vodka on one fork rack. There'd be a big thing of cranberry juice. <laughs> or a pineapple. Or a pineapple stuck in the other fork <laughs> rack. And a loaf of bread stuffed in here. Yeah. It became like this objective to see how much stuff can we load on these bicycles yeah. and, and pedal back and still survive. Yeah.
1: Well, and look at how how much stuff I had in this bag. Right, and that's loaded. the small. Yeah. So if you opt for the large, you got to be prepared for the challenge of what can i put in here yeah. how can i use yeah. this entire space
0: no it's serious it really is serious yeah. this is a great bag though i think even though for the even the cost is i know it's expensive but uh, i think this is something that will last a long time you're talking about a good waterproof material durable and this thing's built like a tank i mean mm-hmm. it's well sewn and yeah. we were talking about this the other day that even if the velcro goes bad you can you can buy velcro and stitch right over the top of this if you've got a sewing machine even if you had mm-hmm. to hand sew it you can you can pull that off with this put new Velcro on there if you needed to or whatever. Yeah. That's like the only thing I can think of that would really wear out. Because anything else on here that breaks, if you broke a buckle, you can replace all of these. Yeah, most they're, of that can be they're yeah. easy to come yeah. by out there. And if you can basic mm-hmm. do any basic hand stitching, you can pull that off.
1: Yeah. You know that thing I just wanna kinda of say, I compare it to randonneuring bags that are a little blocky and those are kind of cool too, and they're quick access from on the on the handlebars, but what I like about this is there is a little bit of some, you see it's rounded here, there's some sort of material between the two layers, like a plastic, that gives it some shape, but not too much, you know, because the things I put in there tend to be irregularly shaped, you know, especially if you're using it for groceries, you know, you're shoving things in there and mm-hmm. it did very well, and when we've been bikepacking, I put all kinds of crazy stuff in here, including electronics, and I used to use, when this is on the front, one side of this is, is is used for big blocky battery packs, you know, um, and various other things. On the other side, but it handles that really well. Partly yeah. because it doesn't have a real rigid shape, you know, you can really mess with it. Yeah, it does have
0: this stiffener in there to kind of help it a little bit, but boy, it can you can really put a ton of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a for a small bag, it's large. Yeah, right, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's great. Well, I, I wanted to start this series because I think there's a lot of people who are like us mm-hmm. who are interested in different types of bags and different options for bags. And we've talked about, you know, the, uh, I've talked about the Arkells in the past right there. Yeah. Um, we've talked about these types, you know, the frame bag and the, and the handlebar bag. But I think this is kind of like a different style that gives you flexibility to use it for more things. Yep. The thing I don't like about this handlebar bag from Ortlib is that it's it's like a sausage roll, right? Mm-hmm. So you you can only stuff things in from each end. And so even getting your tent and stuff in and out of there is kind of like you got to got to feed it in there, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. You're just you lose a little bit of the flexibility of using it for multiple things, I guess. If it's good for that one thing, mm-hmm. but if I tried to stick groceries in that, that mm-hmm. would not be convenient to try to do. Yeah, yeah. And this is something that can kind of accomplish multiple things. It just has yeah. more flexibility.
1: Yeah. And is it, you know, the trade off is it's probably not as secure on the handlebars as that is. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe it might move around a you little know? bit more. Yeah. I don't know. But it's, I, I tell you, I can't, uh, of the things I've really added to the bike or purchased or used, this is one of my favorites. Yeah, and we'll say the Arkells too. These are these are fantastic. Oh yeah, I love. But those this this has yeah. proved to be really versatile. And I, I think if you had a pair of them, look really at you could you could use those as panniers. You could you know you yeah. could put a couple on there. I mean it's it's crazy. In fact, I'd I'd love to try some crazier configurations with this. Uh, so if you're getting to look, uh, look for something like this, this is called Fabio's
0: Chest. It's made by Ultra Romance. a website. Uh, I was this just is looking Ron's it up. Bikes. it's Ron'sBikes.com? So Ronnie, better known as Ultra, ultra romance. romance these days. If, if you follow him on Instagram, it's Ultra Romance. Ron'sBikes.com. You can check it out there. Although it's not available yet, but I suspect he's going to have you know some more at some point. It's
1: supposed to be, yeah. I have some production time coming up soon.
0: Swift Industries is who's producing them now. If you know anything about them, they're a great company. So their production is great. So the quality that comes out of this is good. Exactly what you'd expect from a professional bag maker. So. Yeah. Uh, but Ronnie's design, and, and uh, he's an interesting guy. If you've not been out there and checked out some of Ronnie's history, yeah. uh, it's great. some great stories and interviews and websites and all kinds of podcasts and all kinds of things about Ronnie. Yep. He's, a, he's a, an interesting guy. He he's done a lot of interesting stuff with his life. Anyway, I think we'll wrap that up for today. We're going to have more podcasts and videos about bags because, again, like I said, I think this is a topic, maybe this will be a series we kind of do periodically as as time goes on, talk about bags and different types of bags to use. But Fabio's Chest, definitely a great bag, I think, to try or take a look at, at least if you're thinking about this style Mm -hmm. of packing or bike packing. Uh, It's a little different, I give you that. It's not... uh, it's not gonna be streamlined, single track, maybe what your traditional single track guy would think of, but definitely it's flexible. And man, it, we put it, put it you, you've put this thing through some paces. I mean, I have. We, we beat the heck out of our gear mm-hmm. when we were down in Texas, and all of it held up pretty darn well. I think we only had one sure. or two casualties out of the whole deal. Yep. So if you're gonna run the gamut of pushing the equipment, Ronnie's bag's a good one to take a look at because it'll definitely hold up. So. All right. Anyway, thanks for following along. Remember that these podcasts are available on all the different platforms distributed by Anchor.fm. It's on Apple, Google, and everything else. If you're on YouTube, give us a like, thumbs up, subscribe, all that good jazz, and we will see you again soon. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Cheers.